Let's let me do that. Uh, is that going to work? Okay, there we go. 98 South and FGR. Uh, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. I had a little computer problem there. And, went, and I didn't know what to do. So I thought I'd just push this button and hoped everything worked. All hell could have broke loose if I pushed that button. But I did, and it worked. So I solved my own problem. How about that? Yay me. It's the JoJo Show. I forgot to mention this when I was talking about the sports a minute ago. Ferris State is going for their second straight National Division II championship uh, tomorrow when they square off with the Colorado School of Mines in McKinney, Texas. Uh, game time for that one is 1 o'clock. It should be a close game because I believe that Grand Valley barely beat School of Mines in the regular season and uh, Ferris split with Grand Valley. But I was curious about the Colorado School of Mines. What is that? What do they do? Do they make mines? And what kind of mines are they? Are they mines you go into to get coal out of? Or are they mines like you spread to prevent tanks from coming into your country? Uh, it, it turns out it's the former. Uh, it says here the Colorado School of Mines, informally called just Mines, is a public research university in Golden, Colorado. The school offers both undergraduate and graduate degrees in engineering, science, and mathematics with a focus on energy and the environment. Okay. Well, what about mines? Isn't that, isn't that what they're supposed to be doing? Okay. Mineral and uh, mining engineering. All right. There you go. Anyway, they got to be the miners, right? That's got to be the school nickname. Does it? Is it? Ore diggers. The ore diggers. Okay. So uh, good luck, Ferris, against the ore diggers tomorrow in McKinney, Texas. It is, by the way, they play a game at a high school football stadium. And that's how big the high school football stadiums are in uh, Texas. It's like 10,000 seats. And there was a time, kids, there was a time when Central won the Division II uh, National Championship in Northern uh, that they used to broadcast that game on national TV on ABC. But they don't do that anymore. Now you got to watch it on ESPN2, which is a weird cable channel. Uh, it's the JoJo Show on 98.7. 98.7 FGR Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. This is a journey into sound. Let us do the audio vaults, okay? Hi. Hi. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. Uh, let's start with something, uh, let's start with something heartwarming. This is a 12-year-old girl. It's her birthday, so they uh, took her to the uh, animal rescue uh, place. And uh, she fell in love with the dog. And they said, oh, you want that dog? Yeah, you can have it. Is this just his name, Tagger? What do you do? What's happening? What do you think's happening? Are we adopting Milton? Are we? Do you want to? Thank <laughs> 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 you. Happy birthday, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kind of missing over right now. Um, you remember the guy uh, who came up with Elmo from Elmo and Patsy? They had that song, uh, Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer, that you hate every year. Um, he's still alive, and he attributes his long life at 85 years old to the fact that he still runs 5Ks. I'm still running. I turned 85 this year and thought this would be a good time to make some hay before I get too old to run. So I went to Fort Lauderdale and ran in the National Senior Games, and I won the 800, 1500 meter, and 5K. And then I went to Lexington, Kentucky, and won the U.S. ATF National Championship in the 400, 800, and 1500 meter. And as of now, and I don't think anybody's going to beat it, 
but I'm ranked number one in the world in the mile and the 5K. Holy crap. Now, if you could only go back in time and not write that song, that would be fantastic. Um, this is uh, a little uh, song of the season for you. These are uh, NATO, the NATO uh, combined chorus singing Carol of the Bells. <laughs> By the way, if, if I could only have, if you could only choose one Christmas song, that would be mine. I love that song. Uh, it's the JoJo Show on 98.7 FGR. Not so much, Grandma got run over. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids' greatest hits. It is the uh, JoJo Show. How's everybody doing today? Good, good. Uh, we're uh, headed for some winter weather this weekend. And, uh, uh, you know, in, in my years, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, because maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Uh, but I was coming back. I uh, went to uh, have dinner with some friends in Muskegon last night at the Handsome Hobos. Ever been there? Pretty good place. Pretty good place up there in uh, North Muskegon. Anyway, I'm coming back, and uh, this rain that we had yesterday uh, was turn- had turned to snow, uh, lake effect snow, uh, over in the Muskegon area. And so I'm driving through this, and it's not bad. And I always, you know, when I lived on the lakeshore, I always thought that those people were a little more adept at handling bad weather. But sure enough, I get on to 96, and we're starting to head towards Coopersville now, uh, eastbound. And all of a sudden, I'm going 60. It's not bad. Visibility is not great, but it's not bad at all. And by any stroke of the imagination, if you're uh, a winter weather warrior like I am. Uh, so I'm driving in my uh, Kia Optima, and I'm uh, uh, driving. All of a sudden, everything slows down to about 35 miles an hour. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? This is not terribly bad. So I get on in the fast lane, and I thought... Yeah, there's a little accumulation here, but it's not icy. You certainly, I, I certainly have traction. Uh, so I cranked it up to 60, and I'm going by. <laughs> just car after car after car. We slowed down to 35, and I'm like, come on. Come on, you guys. You're Michiganders. Pick it up. I'm not, I'm not encouraging you to go 900 miles an hour. And uh, it, it, it spin off the road. I'm just saying it's not, the conditions are not bad enough where you have to go 35. Not in the least. I've been in situations where you got to go 35. You, you got to go. But man, I was just surprised that that many people had slowed it down. I'm like, really? There's nobody else? There's guys in trucks I'm passing, like four wheel drive trucks in the big, you know, the big truck. Look at me. I'm in a big truck. Yeah, but you can't drive in it. Am I, is, is it me? It's me, isn't it? Okay. Am I a jerk? I don't think I am. Uh, It's the JoJo Show. (laughs) I just thought we knew better. I thought in Michigan, especially along the lakeshore, that we could deal with this stuff. It's like, it's not that bad. It's not slow down to 35 bad. I know that for a fact. Uh, It's the JoJo Show. Be careful this weekend. It may get to the point where it's driving 35, but it wasn't last... Good on the 50s. Nice and easy. With JoJo on 98.7 FGR. Yes, uh, look, uh, I, I know a lot of you, uh, at Christmas time, you get a little gift from your company and you're appreciative of that. But uh, I would like to be uh, working for Rupert Landscape. Uh, the CEO of that national chain uh, surprised his employees and gave a very generous year on bonus. He partnered with an investment uh, firm which uh, brought in a, t- a ton of money. So he shared the wealth. There are 1,200 uh, workers uh, nationwide got checks for between $7,000 and $200,000, depending on how long they've worked there. The total amount handed out, 
$28 million. Here's video, uh, an audio from a video clip of him handing out the money. The people who deserve the thanks and the appreciation is all of you. You're the ones that have worked hard. You've gotten us here. You've sacrificed. You've compromised. You've earned what we're sharing. It's just so exciting. I'm thrilled for everybody. With this money, I can help my family. I can help my mom. It's just so exciting. Looking around the room and, you know, and seeing the faces, uh, especially when they were opening the checks, uh, was a pretty good feeling. I'm excited. I'm, I'm energized. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the next few years. I'm energized. Uh, even the low end of that, $7,000, I could use that. <laughs> it's the JoJo Show on 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. I got a buzz off you, man. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, really good stuff. <laughs> Smoking you. Yeah. 710, it is the uh, JoJo Show. Uh, every year, Christmas time. Uh, Christmas, if you haven't noticed, is a multi-billion dollar a year industry. And uh, musicians know this more than anybody else. So there's uh, every year, uh, I think every pop artist has put out Christmas albums. Uh, because if one of them sticks, you can make a lot of money. Case in point, somewhere the grandkids and probably even the great grandkids of Bobby Helms get checks every year. Because Jingle Bell Rock is now in the Christmas vernacular. It gets played millions of times every year. And they get royalty checks because of it. And uh, they say if you make a, if you have a Christmas hit, you're set for life. So people try, and a lot of them fail. And that's where I come in. I find, I find strange Christmas songs. And, I, you know, some of them maybe just didn't get the exposure. Like this one. This is J.D. McPherson. He is a blues performer. And, uh, you know, we had Blue Christmas. Elvis put that out. And, of course, uh, the Eagles put out Please Come Home for Christmas. And they're bluesy songs. But uh, this is about a particular sad thing that happens every Christmas. Christmas morning, sneaky as can be. I creep across the carpet and I peek under the tree. Pick out a gift from mom to me and bring it to my ear. Give it a little shimmy shake and what do I hear? Socks. socks. This is the now, see, the reason why, see, I like this song. I, I like it, but the reason why it, it never uh, took off is because a lot of people like to get socks for Christmas, uh, myself included. So I don't I don't find that to be very bluesy. Um, a good warm pair of socks is worth a million dollars to me, who keeps his house heated at 66 all winter. Um, somebody pointed this one out to me. This is Weird Al's uh, attempt at a Christmas song. He's had several. Um, most of them you can't play. This one is the night the Santa went crazy. Here's a little clip of this. I don't doubt. No, wait, hold on. That is not it. That was, ah, uh, I'm sorry. I lost that one. Where did I put it? Where did I put that? Oh, there it is. Here's a clip from uh, the night Santa went crazy. Yes, Virginia, now Santa's doing time in a federal prison for his infamous crime. Hey, little friend, now don't you cry no more tears. He'll be out with good behavior.
here's the reason why that one didn't work. People don't want to know about Santa in jail after he committed a horrendous crime. That's probably why that didn't take off, although it does have a good hook there. Uh, this is the JoJo Show. Uh, a trend, though, in uh, Christmas songs that's kind of strange to me, and we'll cover that in a few minutes. It is the JoJo Show on 98.7 F- 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. I got news for you. The boys of summer left long ago. That first lake effects, no, they're out of here. We're going back to Chicago, man, all right? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for leaving. Uh, it is the, Chicago- <laughs> the JoJo Show. Why Chicago? I don't know. It's the first. It's the first time that came into my head. I don't know. It's just as bad in winter there as it is here. Uh yeah. That's the way my brain is this morning. It's fried, is what I'm telling you. It's just fried. Um, we were talking about uh, Christmas music a moment ago, and ever since uh, Eartha Kitt released uh, "Santa Baby," uh, there's been songs that uh, you know, the old guy is fat. He's put on a few pounds. He's kind of graying. Uh, but the, the the girls love a guy who brings gifts, don't they? This is a viral video that's been going around. It's got a pretty good hook to it, but uh, the chorus goes like this. be good for Christmas. I want to be bad, bad for Santa. So, you know, that's probably what motivates him. He gets a lot of love. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Fleetwood Mac from Rumors, the best album ever in the history of mankind. And uh, that is Dreams. Uh, 741, it is the uh, JoJo show. And, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of the Elf on the Shelf, so when I see something about something bad happening to them, <laughs> I love sharing it with you. This is a, a letter that was sent to the whole live newspaper in the UK. Um, Elf, uh, our Elf we've had for five years, but I'm getting tired with setting him up for uh, things to, for the kids to do. So when he arrived on December 1st, I gave him a broken leg and blamed it on the kids for leaving their toys out, saying he tripped and broke his leg. But Doc McStuffins fixed him up and put a cast on him. The note told the kids that he was on a strict uh, bed rest orders and couldn't move for 14 days. The other kids uh, then noticed that it had been longer than 14 days and he hadn't moved, so... When they weren't looking, I grabbed him off the kitchen counter and tossed him into the oven until I could move him later and not raise any suspicion. Uh, you know what's going to happen here, don't you? Uh, today, the kids wanted leftover pas- uh, pasta for lunch, and my son likes it when I bake the leftover pasta because it says, he says it tastes better. So why not? I uh, preheated the oven and started cleaning the kitchen. About four minutes later, I started to smell something really funky, and that's when all hell broke loose, and I broke my son's heart because the elf on the shelf was on fire. Oh, it's just a sad end to the poor elf on the shelf. It's a better end than he would have met in our family because I think we'd have performed a mob hit on him. We didn't tolerate snitches in our family, especially when it came to Christmas. Uh, 616-459-9898. This is... 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Great Assist. What is that, I got crazy? Bright sunshiny day in December in uh, West Michigan? Yeah, it's not going to happen. This is what we're going to get. A lot of clouds, a lot of snow. Thank you very much. Wasn't trying to play top this when I uh, shared that uh, British elf on the shelf story, but let's top it, shall we? Uh, what do you got for me, Diane? My friend and her husband did this for their two children, and her husband put it in the fireplace 
because his whole thought process was he was making sure the chimney was good for when Santa came down. Sure. So he had him in there with a little hammer and everything, (laughs) making it look like the elf was checking the chimney. The wife did not know that the elf was in the chimney, and she started a fire. Oh, no. And then it fell down from the little swing her husband had made to put it in there right into the flame. Fell right in off his little swing, and it would have, oh, the kids must have looked on in horror when they saw that. The kids were screaming and crying, and they said their mom ruined Christmas, and Santa wouldn't come now, and it was great. And the elf, what happened? From what they said, you really couldn't see him anymore, but the smell was horrible. All that fabric and the plastic from the face and everything. How's the old nursery rhyme go? Ashes to ashes, we we all fall into the fire. Like ninety-eight seven FGR Grand Rapids, greatest hits. It is the JoJo Show. Eight twelve. Amir K is here. Good morning, JoJo. Thanks for having me in, pal. How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, he'll be at uh, Dr. Grin's tonight, two shows, 8 and 10.30, and uh, Saturday night for two shows, 8 and 10.30. That is correct. Having a good time. First time in Grand Rapids and have, having a blast so far. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got to mention this. Where did you get the snow boots? Because you are oh, ready for snow, and I think that that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make fun of you. It's I, not fun. No, I think you're well prepared. Uh, yeah, Most LA people would not be prepared for this, but you're like, okay, it's going to snow. I'm going to have boots. Exactly. So I've been on a run of like, I was in Toronto, Chicago, Detroit, like all these cold places mm-hmm. the last month. So I made a mistake of not having some boots and I just went to the Uggs store and they're very <laughs> funny looking boots, but they're so warm. Shout out to Uggs. Yeah. Send no. me some more boots. <laughs> tomorrow yeah. you're going to be glad you had them. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you get teased today, that's you. it's worth it tomorrow. Right. So I think last night people were like, whoa, this guy's a little overkill, but I was like, hey, bud, I'm warm yeah. and I'm dry. You're ready. Yeah. I got these uh, boots and they're ready to go. Now you're originally Iranian, right? I am. I'm from Iran and uh, we do have some, some crazy stuff going on. Yeah. How weird is that? It's weird, but I think it's good because this is a revolution. It's a, it's a, actually the probably the uh, history's first woman-led revolution, which is really cool to see. And it's it, I think it's overdue, and it's about time that you know they're they're trying to get rid of the Islamic uh, regime that's going on in Iran right now that's been you know oppressing uh, the people for years and super corrupt. And I think it's just time. It's the reason I'm here actually in the states. Our family you know fled Iran as did many Iranians. Uh, yeah, he saw it coming. The, yeah. After the revolution in 1979 <laughs> that put these guys in power. Um, so I think it's a good thing. And it's, it's, people are standing up and they're just fed up. They want to live free like we live here. And, and, you know, Americans don't know a lot about it. But did it start because they didn't want to wear the hajib anymore? Well, that, that was that was um, that was like a, a, the, the, the powder keg that okay. kind of set it off. You know, it was, it was the death of um, the 22-year-old woman named Massa Amini. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she was taken into custody by those morality police, quote unquote. They have this thing called the morality police that goes around and tells people what they can and cannot do in public and whatnot, according to Islamic r- rule. It's, it's, it's silly. It's archaic and it's old. And so this lady was like wearing her headscarf a little bit off or something, and they took her into custody. And then she was, uh, uh, while she was in custody, she was beaten to death. Oh, God. Yeah, it's super, super sad. And, and people finally were just like, hey. And then they, then they come out and say, oh, she had a heart attack. And it wasn't that that's not the case. And people aren't stupid. It's a 22 year old healthy woman that died in police custody and they're fed up. They're like, this is it. And they've been doing that to the young people for years now. And it seems to be this younger generation that 
everywhere who exactly. seems to be going, and you know, off, and it's, and it's the women yeah, too, this that isn't started. a good idea. They go, this is enough is enough. Yeah. We can do what we want. And they just, like I said, want to live free like we are here. And it, it, so it started as protests. It's been going on for like 90 days now. And uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. And it's sad to watch. It's sad to watch. It is sad to watch because I, I believe, and, and correct me if I have this story wrong, but the, the soccer team at the World Cup protested. Oh, yeah, they did. And they, they were in fear of their and, lives. And the, there was a joke. People were right. joking. Well, they're probably going to something. And something bad did happen to one of the guys when exactly. he got back. Yeah. Right? It's, I mean, it's happening all the time to all the like, uh, in acts of defiance. People are doing things. In support of this, the protest, which has turned into a full-blown revolution. Yeah. And, and as soon as they get back, they're getting, you know, kidnapped, basically taken from their homes. And then they get taken to like Evin prison, which is a prison where they take all political prisoners. And then they torture them and they go, what are you doing? Because they're trying to scare the people back into submission, you know. So it's, it, it, it's a horrible thing going on. But I think this time, because this happens every about nine to ten years, there's some sort of, uh, you know, protests. And then the government shuts down the Internet. They, you know, kill a bunch of kids that are protesting. People get scared and it goes back to normal. Well, that's and yeah. now this is it. They're like, you know what? We don't care. And they're, you know, this is the first time they're like burning government buildings. And it, it's a full blown revolution happening. And it's happening in China, too. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't been following. They've been, they've been starting out, too. Because, right. yeah. So, so, yeah, like I think people, are, it seems to be that younger generation that's like, eh, they're fed up because they, they were had enough of this. like, you know, equal, you know, I mean, we're all equal and all this. And I think it's, it's about time that, that it happens. But we were talking, we, it's funny because I was joking with Dave Dyer, you know, Dave, he's a local comic a yeah. few days ago, a few, a few weeks ago he was on and he's like, uh, you know, the one thing that we have that's, that's, that's kind of a relief from this is sports. And when you have that pressure on you, it's like, oh my God, imagine go, <laughs> we lost the game and now they're going to kill people. They're going to kill our family. Yeah. Like think about playing with that pressure. God. And they were like, and, and the, the, Iranian, the Iranian people were upset because the, the soccer team was playing in the World Cup. Now, the, the, the soccer team is, they're like, we have to play. They're going to kill our family. We don't play. The government is going to kill our families or do something to us. And they do do that. They, it's, it's, it's so crazy how archaic that government is. Yeah. It's still in power. And like, they just got kicked off the Commission of Women's Rights, the UN. They were on, Iran was on the Commission of Women's Rights. On the UN. How? How? The, this is a country where women can't be outside wearing what they want. They can't be outside singing. You can't sing or dance. You can't sing or dance? That's insane. It is. So it's like they just want to go like, well, my parents were in Iran, uh, you know, in the 70s and stuff. They were living free like here, you know, the time the Shah was there. And and then it just switched so drastically. And and how cool is that for your dad to recognize that and, and go, I got young kids. I can't deal with this. I can't thank him enough. And I, I don't think people realize either, you know, someone who grew up mostly in the same area, to uproot your family and take them across the world and go, oh, yeah, we'll start a new life somewhere. It's not that easy. I can't imagine. <laughs> I told, I, I say you don't it all speak the, the language that well? You I don't say know it all the time. I, say, I can't even, I can't even, fat. my dad was yeah. my age. My age right now brought two kids and a wife to a brand new country, started all over again. I got high last week and forgot I have a dog. Do <laughs> <laughs> you understand how yeah. crazy that is? Yeah, and, and uh, but that's interesting, though, because how cool is it that you get to do what you do for a living, too? It's insane. Like, I would never be no able way, to do this in Iran. There's no way there's comedians in Iran no. that, that, that it's probably, you know, dumb jokes that don't make any sense. They, you can't. You don't have the freedom to speak like we do. So yeah. I, take, I, I, I appreciate it every day. Like, I talk about it on stage, and part of this tour is to get out and let the world know what's going on in Iran because I feel like the news isn't covering it like it should. And he's very funny too. Don't don't let's you, yeah, this sorry, is a this serious, so serious. It's a serious topic, but you know what? I'm cool talking about it because so it's happening in the world. You know, I totally agree. And the other thing is, did your dad was your dad okay with you doing comedy? 
He and you know at first it was, it's it's always tough yeah. to get the Middle Eastern parents <laughs> behind this thing, but you know he he was because they they honestly want you know we're immigrants so they want us to do well here they want us to be you know successful yeah. here and they know how hard it is to to uh, pursue a career in the arts and it's just that's not a viable option for us in Iran so he just thought it wasn't for us here but then once I started touring and you know making some money and um, finding some success in it he was totally cool with it so yeah I think they just want to see us you know financially stable well so I just want to throw this in there too it's not just Middle Eastern parents my dad was not real happy when I told him <laughs> I, I was, can imagine we're going to radio <laughs> and make $7,500 a year when I started and you're like Whoa! <laughs> but you know what he, I, I don't think he liked that decision like he thought you know probably bigger things for me sure <laughs> but, <laughs> they all do but he never he never got on my case about that's it. That's so cool. He, and my dad's the same yeah. way. And, and, you know, and that's I, the cool thing. He yeah. accepted it and, and just looked down from afar and then, wow, he actually made money to that's it. That's so cool, isn't yeah. it? And you yeah. get to prove him wrong a little bit. <laughs> you go, hey, look. Yeah, so I'm super grateful to be getting to do this. And yeah, uh, yeah having a great time on tour still. Cool. Amir uh, K, uh, tonight and tomorrow at Dr. Grant's. Thanks for coming in, man. Thank you for having me, Jojo. That was a pleasant conversation. Yeah. I'm glad we got to get the word out a little bit. <laughs> and uh, I'll guarantee you, those boots will come in handy this weekend. Thank you so much. And if they don't, I'll be right back over here to talk to you. <laughs> Just take them back. I will. Right? I never wore them. They go slightly used. <laughs> Tread's still on there. <laughs> it's the Jojo Show. You're on 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, here's a sad story for you. I I brought in a tin of Christmas cookies uh, for my coworkers to enjoy, uh, and I put them out in the break area, and I think I'm eating most of them. That's how good they are. Not that I made them, but <laughs> they are homemade. Uh, it is the JoJo Show. If you got a really, really ugly Christmas sweater, you might be able to turn that into cash this weekend. I'll tell you about that coming up on the Eight Seven FGR, Grand Rapids' Greatest Hits. It's 841. It is the JoJo Show. Uh, my friend Brian B. joins us. How you doing, Brian? JoJo, great. Hey, Thank you. Uh, I know it's Ugly set Sweater Contest Sunday, so I've come up with a song. I don't know if you'll be able to hear this, but... All I got for Christmas was this ugly sweater. And now you can turn it's it into a prize, right? What is that going to be a Hallmark movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know when ugly sweaters be kind of came w- dominant over Christmas, but... They're here, and they're here to stay, so we might as well take advantage of them, right? That's right. Take advantage. That's my uh, 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 career on life is take advantage of the situation. <laughs> Sunday night, uh, 7.30 at um, Spectrum Lanes Entertainment Center. It is Sunday Night Funnies, and you guys are having an ugly sweater competition, right? Yeah, we did this last year and had a lot of fun with it, so I figured why not do it this year again? So, yeah. So, if you wear it's your... That's a great show... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we will have a great show. But if you wear an ugly Christmas sweater, you're eligible for some prizes. Yeah, we're going to do a contest, a $25 gift card for the ugliest sweater. <laughs> However, uh, how the audience deems which one will win. So, Yeah, and you told me you have a, a decibel reading device? Yes, I picked one up a few years ago. I never used it, and I thought, <laughs> this would be a good show for that. Wait, and so I'm going to put it up on the stage so the audience is just going to yell like maniacs and for who they think should win, and we'll use that. Because you know, when you do applause, like, okay. well, that guy got more applause, you gave it to this guy. Well, I'm going to use the machine to determine it. So. Yeah. But who just picks up a decibel reader for fun? Like- Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm single. I got a lot of free time. I got some cash. I just buy things that are useless, and I'll use once, and or I'll pick up, and yeah. I love it. 
I love it. I got a decibel reader. Might as well use it. Okay, we'll do it. Ugly Sweater Day, uh, Sunday night at Sunday Night Funnies, uh, Spectrum Entertainment Complex, 7.30. And uh, I want to thank you, too, because in the flyer for the show, you found my Santa Claus picture. So I look like Santa. And I, was that a Christmas scene that you were going with there? Or? No, I just like the picture, the facial expression. And I'm, you know, I'm going to go back now and uh, take that picture and put a little hat on you, you know. and uh, Do so. Like I said, I got a lot of free time, so I can. Uh... Yeah, we got uh, seven comics. Uh, the show's totally free. Cost you absolutely yep. nothing. Come on out and enjoy it. And we got some other guys on the uh, show as well, some very talented people. Who, do you, who else do you have listed? Well, you and uh, Marcus were finalists in the Kingpin of Comedy. I got you guys at the end of the show. Another okay. guy, John Couchy, who was a semifinalist. My neighbor, your neighbor, Brian Atkinson's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz Tor, who hasn't done the show like in three years, and it was in December, and she's really funny, so I'm glad she signed up for it. And I got a couple newbies. Uh, one guy who was actually from Atlanta, Georgia, visiting family in Indianapolis, and he's coming up to do the show. <laughs> that's a haul. That's a haul for free. <laughs> so come on out, wear your ugly sweater, and show this man some respect, for God's sakes. That's right. And the Sunday Night Funny Facebook page, you see a picture of JoJo soon with a Santa Claus hat on. Sunday Night Funnies on Facebook if you want to follow it. And uh, Brian, thanks for joining us. 7.30 Sunday night. We'll see you there. Thanks, JoJo. It's the JoJo Show on 98.7. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. I've already screwed this show up enough this morning, so I'm going to get out of here. Have a great day. Remember, we're all counting on you. I'll see you.